This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their Survive This Rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the Survive This System is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at bloatgames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloat Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. I am so far kind of a weird day out there. Anyway, we have some Thanksgiving stuff going on, and let's just say we survived it. How about that? Not at liberty to say a lot of things, but, you know, family and all that and everything that that comes along with it. At least I got some turkey. At any rate, I wanted to do one... For the newbies, for the for the new GMs out there. And this is going to be a bit of a short one. Because I've been thinking about things. I've got a few new books here that I need to do. And I was thinking about how you run the game. I know, you know, first-time GMs, you think if you're thinking of GMing and it's intimidating, well, it can be, but it shouldn't be. What I'm saying is it's not really. It's just if you do your prep, it's okay, you know. And the thing I the, the thing I don't like about something like GMing, and the same with like writing a comic book or something like that, is there's no one right way to do it. You do it, you get your routine, and you do it the way you think you you know whatever works for you. And it's a trial and error thing. That's how you get better. But you've listened to this podcast enough times, you probably know that. And you got to think about, I was watching YouTube again and talking about uh, how to be a better GM. Guy was talking about triggers, how things are triggered, and what he means is events. I mean, things that happen in your game. I mean, you plan it, you run it, you run the game, and these things happen, and you decide whether or not something we will, will happen I mean, yes, the players decide you haven't okay, first of all, you come up with a with you come up with a scenario. You have no control over that scenario except for laying it out. You don't prep plots, you prep situations. And these are events and these are the things that are quote unquote triggered during the game. And you decide whether to trigger them or not. I mean, the characters, they interact with the plot. They influence the plot. And, you know, it's hard to predict what a player character will do. Or a player would do, for that matter. And you get a bunch of them at a table. And, you know, that, and that's the nature of the game. 
that's to me what makes it kind of exciting because I'm, you know, sometimes sometimes I'm caught a little off guard, so I have to apply the seat of my pants. Sometimes I'm on the edge of my seat seeing what they're going to do, you know. The narrator thing isn't too far off. But like I said, you're the one who who things happen. Things happen to the characters and the characters what characters react to is how it affects the story and vice versa. It goes back and forth. Like I said, it's like a tennis match. And here's the thing. You don't have control over the players or the characters, right? Okay. What you do have control over is what the world does. They react to the world and influence the story. The world reacts to them and shows them what happens. And this is probably the one thing I'm going to tell you that you have to remember when you're running a game, however you run it, whatever technique you use, whatever prep you do, or whatever. You, as a game master... You are the only one who knows what happens next. You know the events that you laid out. And those events are going to happen. I'm not saying it's a railroad. I'm not saying it's linear. But I'm saying those are the things. You know what's happening next. And what the players do reflects, or rather, it, it, it influences what happens next. You can have what happens next happens next or something else can happen because no scenario survives the players. But that's okay. That, Like I said, that's the fun part. So you are the only one who knows the whole plot. That's what I'm saying. You're the only one who knows the whole plot. And you know what you want to happen. It may happen or not. And you know what? Even if it doesn't happen the way you think it's going to happen, It'll happen somehow, or it won't happen that time. The thing is, you've got to think about the consequences of what happens. Something may happen, and they don't even interact with it, and later on they find out what happened, if they find out at all, or the consequence of what happens. But what I'm saying is, you're the one who knows the plot. You know the whole plot. They don't. They will find out the plot while they are playing. And the plot is influenced by them they are influenced by the plot. It's a give and take. But remember that. That's the one thing, the number one thing a game master should never forget. They know what's planned next. And we'll see what happens when people do that. Anyway, i got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar.gmail.com or you, know, you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, John Allen Large, and Michael Tompkins. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I always do. And... If you want to listen to a good podcast, there's Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast. There is Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast, Big John Allen Larges' The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, I want to thank all you people for listening. 
you know, it's it's been a good couple of years. And you, I'm glad I have the audience I have. You guys make it all worthwhile every day. Anyway, so until I see you next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Bye.